Good afternoon, and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Jen. Jen, are you there? I am. Okay. Can you hear me now, Bob? Yeah, I hear you now. Ah, perfect. Great. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right, I have some announcements before you go in here. Um, okay. Welcome 2022 with Sangha at our first ever virtual New Year's retreat this Friday through Sunday, December 31st through January 2nd. The retreat will offer group sessions, yoga, and meditation, and guidance with sharing will be offered by lottery. The last day to sign up is tomorrow, December 29th. Reflective Listening Buddies is a powerful support for practicing awareness, requiring us to show up and be present every week for 30 minutes. This popular program begins a new quarter, January 15th. Register by this Saturday, January 1st. For those who want to access the wisdom, love, and compassion that is our authentic nature, our powerful recording and listening training course starts January 17th. This engaging five-week course includes recording and listening exercises with time and class for processing your experience. For these and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. Nice to know we're not being left on our own in this staff year-long retreat. Yeah, and I was reading all that. I was like, oh, we, we are really moving into the new year already. So We really, exactly. That's, that's where I went, too. Yeah, yeah and it's just a well-practice support to lead us into it. Yeah, and all those, you know, new beginnings and yeah, it's fun. Yeah. All right, so if you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Jen today, you can press star six, then one to make a show and get in the queue. And the conversation on one topic, please, in about five minutes. All right. First caller, you're now live on the air. Will you please introduce yourself? Oh. Just Hello. First. Oh, there you go. Hello. We can hear you. Who's this? This is Vanessa in Oregon. <laughs> hey, Vanessa. Hi. Um, I was just kind of um, looking at um, sadness and Mm. when it's like I was was feeling a lot of sadness about a a situation that just recently happened and at the same time like over evaluating whether or not it was like manufactured sadness (laughs) Mm. anyway I just kind of wanted to bring that up Mm -hmm. so it sounds like a lot of layers so first there, you're yeah. aware of some sadness about something that happened recently. Yeah. And then there's yeah. kind of this, oh, I mean, is that real sadness or is that manufactured sadness? And so even that kind of being a layer on top of whatever the experience was. Right. And, uh, you know, I... oh did I lose you, Vanessa? Yeah, I'm not hearing her either, Jen. Let's see if I can find her. Of it is, it's, you know, yeah, it's really interesting. It's just really interesting trying to um, experience the sadness and just have it be it. 
So, Vanessa, you looked out for uh, probably two or three sentences. So oh, I no. heard you say yes after I reflected. <laughs> and then the next thing I heard was, it's just really hard to, that was basically the last sentence you just said. So maybe you could kind of give us, fill okay. up the detail again. Okay. So um, feeling sadness. My, my mom passed uh -huh. away last week. And um, mm. so it's definitely mm. very like big and real and all that and then I just yeah, get kind of caught up in not being wanting to <laughs> I don't know I just I guess I just don't know what to do with it sometimes and I've been talking to uh -huh. her, which has been amazing and I've been you were talking to, to the mentor is that what you said mm-hmm yes yeah 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 I mean it is big right it, it's one of those places and you I think you use the word real you know we talk about the really, really real places that are very challenging right. to practice with, and it's and it's big, yeah. and so it's and new, you know. I mean, your mother has never died before, and it's only happened quite <laughs> recently, right? right? So it's right. it's a brand new thing for you to practice with. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you said that the conversations with the mentor have been really helpful. Yes, very helpful. And I'm also missing our year-long retreat and the daily. Yeah. Um, the, the, I mean, yeah. I just like it coincided. Oh, shoot. We lost you again, Vanessa. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well. There you are. Um, it's funny because okay. the sound is perfect until we can't hear you at all. Okay. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Um, but okay. But let's give it one more shot. So you were saying, and it's, okay. you're also missing the year-long retreat, that daily support. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it, it, it kind of ended at the, like the end of my mom's life, and it was just so interesting to just mm. have this one thing that I was doing really regularly drop out. And mm -hmm. I haven't necessarily yeah. found a good um, kind of substitute or addition to that. Right. Right, right, yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, because it's different. I mean, it is, there isn't a substitute for it, right? There was that one rhythm, mm -hmm. and it ended at the same time that you lost your mom. And so, right. you, you know, that you haven't really found a substitute for that. And, Vanessa, what you mentioned talking to the mentor, what are the ways that you're, what are you experiencing as you go through it? How are you being with it? Well, um, I guess I just feel really uncomfortable feeling sad. Um, and then mentor just says it's, it's really okay to be sad, and then I start crying, which is just, you know, kind of this yeah. amazing release. And then, and yeah. then um, I, you know, I, I kind of go next to I'm not sure what to do, and mentor's like, do whatever feels mm. good, you know, and it's so simple, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're – it's not okay to be sad, or you didn't say not okay. What did you say? It's uncomfortable to be sad? Is that the word you used? It's really uncomfortable to be sad. Because? Yeah. It just feels so potent, so um, so powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It just, it it just feels like so, uh, so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and no wonder that when you look to the mentor for that, that the mentor gives that message of, that's all right. 
You know, it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. And it sounds like kind of implied in that is, you know, that that there's there's a presence with you through that, what the voices say would be too much. But there's a presence with you throughout it. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't mean it's not sad. <laughs> yeah. Because it's interesting that you said, you know, when the mentor gives you those messages, the tears come. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, as you say, you know, there's that classic condition question of, well, what do I do? What do I do with all this? <laughs> and that mentor response of, you know, wh- whatever occurs to you, whatever there is in the moment, which might be nothing. Right. right. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just such a, um, things like this in our, our lives are such an opportunity to practice. I mean, really what we talk so much about, especially through the acceptance class and in the end of the year-long retreat, of that place of turning right towards what's here, being right, right with what's going on. Yep, that feels actually really easy and true when you say that. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so true. Well, the only thing that's hard and complicated is all that other stuff around it. Well, I mean, but you know, it's like you started off with: is this real sadness, or is this kind of layered on to right? That's what right. makes it complicated. Right. Because again, it's that place of. You know, you can picture, you know, someone you love dearly who comes to you and has just lost their mom. You're never going to start parsing with them. Well, but is that real sadness or is that? (laughs) Yeah, good point. Right? You just want to be there with them in their experience. Right. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Vanessa. I mean, this is this is truly that time of be kinder to yourself than you think you should be, right? Taking really, really good care of yourself as you go through this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Vanessa. Take good care. Okay. Gesho. Okay. Bye-bye. Gesho. Thanks, Vanessa. Um, yeah, you know what was dropping it for me, Jen, in that conversation was when there is, you know, really kind of big content like that, you know, that, that somehow we're supposed to treat that differently than everything else in terms of, you know, the practice and how we attend to things. But just so you, something you said, it's like, well, it's like, what's here right now? You know, yeah. you know, it's like that. That's it's always sort of the answer. It's like get, if I can get here right now and just be present to what is. That's all that's necessary. Oh, such a good point. Such a good point. Right. And as as Vanessa was pointing out, what makes it hard or complicated is, you know, moving away from the present moment. And I think that's one of the things that makes a situation the, those kinds of contents in our life so poignant 
is this in a way the stakes are high because when we're pulled away from the moment from the present into any conversation at all it can be so painful and so we're almost forced in a way to stay you know right with the mentor right with presence and that can look all different ways I mean in my experience you know grief really cycles around you know suddenly it's really really there and another moment it's not and so you know being with it however it is in this moment is really our I mean it's not our only choice we we often get pulled into other things but it's certainly our best shot at being with it mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right I'm going to bring on our next caller Okay. Next caller, you're now live on the air. Will you please introduce yourself? Hi, Jen. Hi, Bob. This is Miriam. Hey, Miriam. Hey, Miriam. Hi. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm doing Q practice, and I needed my Excellent. my fix because I'm also missing the year long. <laughs> I was just thinking that when you said Q practice, I thought, yeah, we'll all have to get in the queue for open air. <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting to do Q practice each morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, I, I've been seeing so much since um, the beginning of uh, December. Um, mm. I saw this uh, process of... Um, um, so I belong to a group of women and we meet one, once a month and we did a, like a one day retreat and we were asked mm-hmm. to each bring a practice offering. And mm-hmm. so I brought one, it was the love letters and this one person, um, who that I hadn't, uh, been in, um, uh, face to face with before. In, in because mm-hmm. we did a lot of a lot of Zoom meetings and because of COVID and that, um, she like um, kind of rejected the offering, um, mm. and when she was, but that's what I'm projecting, and I'm projecting that mm-hmm. she, she was very angry, and it was so strange because I was I was listening to her talk. But I wasn't taking it personally in the moment. I was I was receiving mm. it with compassion. <laughs> so the next that but the next morning when I got up, I was getting angrier and angrier and angrier about it. And <laughs> I I heard this conversation in my head going on. Well, if that's the way it's going to be, well, I'm not going back to the group and everything. And so I was, I was walking in the woods and I had my handy little recorder and I sat down in my favorite spot and I did the two-handed recording. The two-handed recording. And I just saw the whole process laid out how, how I will get angry and just walk away from, from relationships, from groups, from commitments, from whatever. And it was, oh my God. And it was just so clear to me in that yeah. moment what what ego was doing, and it was yeah. Oh wow. Well, and you know, it's so. I mean, the way you laid it out is so exactly how it happens, right? 
because it sounds like when when it first happened, you're there. You were in. You were just here, present, taking it in, right? So you weren't taking it personally. It was just it was just what was happening in the moment, and so there it was, just happening. And it's so clear. Then overnight, the voices start to build the conversation that at a certain point reaches a compelling place where you get involved and then it feels true and that's not and this but because the awareness state expanded you were able to realize oh here it is here is the way that Mm -hmm. the voices conditioned mind builds up that place where now i'm going to be angry and now i'm going to leave this group and now oh this is it this is that process that happens over and over and over again so instead of being a win for the voices at that point that's really the place where you get to say aha Thought, right? I've had enough training mm-hmm. now that I can mm-hmm. see that that's what's happening and choose not to go down that road. Mm-hmm. And so what was interesting was over Christmas, um, my daughter lives with her, her, her boyfriend and his parents were visiting. And uh, so I said, you know, I just let's do something Christmas Day because they, they I mean, they start cooking supper at six o'clock and eat at nine and that's too late for me. So I said, let's do something Christmas Day. And then so um, so I find her mother-in-law a little difficult because I find her a little bit controlling. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so I went to the to the dinner and and what was really funny is that something did happen like between my daughter and I. And then when I came home and recorded about it, it was so funny. What I said was, well, it happened exactly like I practiced for. (laughs) 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 And, And I could see that the habitual reaction would have been to just, like, say something back to her, like, angry and hurt and uh, play the victim. And uh, I, I... Anyway, she she saw in my reaction that what she said, I felt hurt by what she, the way she reacted to me. But mm-hmm. I, it was really, it was so different to to watch it happening in in awareness rather than from a place mm-hmm. of reactivity. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love I love that it it all played out exactly as you had practiced for. You know, because cause you know, you know the things that come up, right? And and you know how they tend to play out, right? You know, mm-hmm. the condition patterns in you, the condition patterns in her. And But again, similar to the first instance, mm-hmm. what was different was that it played out in that expanded awareness. Mm-hmm. And so you weren't in that reactivity. Instead, mm-hmm. you were watching it play out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so by... Working with the two head, the the underlining belief that has finally been revealed to me. Oh, I'm going to out ego and say it. It's that I don't matter, mm. and that was a little painful to see. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so I've been I've been practicing with that and recording with that, and it's. And, sorry, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh huh. And. Well, and, I was just I mean, going to say, painful yeah. to see in the sense of um, there's there's it, it, it. I get this funny like sensation in my body, and mm-hmm. what I realized is like sometimes it feels like 
it's it's like little buds of awareness that are just waiting to burst open Mm -hmm. and then but then when I'm feeling like I'm feeling now it's that oh it's painful and I want it to come up so that I can process it but I, mm-hmm. And I'm really trying not to push it down. I'm trying just to let it be there. It's the same sensation. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right now, this, that sensation that sometimes feels like a bud of something really blossoming, yeah. also, in other times, like right now, is getting interpreted as, ooh, that's painful. You know, yeah, I know yeah. I need to go through that, but it's painful. You know, because yeah. there's a way in which to see something as big as an underlying belief that's kind of throughout all of this that you don't matter, potentially to see that and and no longer have to be driven by it could be very mm-hmm. liberating. Yes. And uh, it was uh, in last fall, not the fall 2021, but fall 2020, I was doing the true reflections uh, recording and listening, and I was doing one of the exercises when I was walking through the woods uh, my, I just found out my, my uncle had passed. And as I was recording, uh, these the sensations came up, and it literally felt like my hands went inside my body and pushed that down and said, no, you're staying down. You're not coming up. And since then, I, I've made the commitment to whatever wants to come up to let it up so that I can see yeah. see what it is. But it's like sometimes it's, okay, I'm, I'm not pushing it down, but I'm not letting it up. Yeah, um, and it's, it's big, isn't it, right? Mm-hmm. To, to see that, it's, that something wants to push it down, then mm-hmm. to have the will, you know, first of all, again, the expanded awareness to see that that's happening, and then the willingness to say, I'm not going to go with that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. push it down. I'm going to let it come up. Mm-hmm. And it can be a lot. But you have, you know, and actually as you say that, Miriam, I want to make a connection with something you said earlier about bringing the love letter exercise, mm-hmm. that the thing that, that I project when you talk about that, that gives you the space to know, okay, it feels hard that this stuff is coming up, mm-hmm. but you have a context for it, mm-hmm. right? You have a real, you have a solid practice, you've got the mentor, you've got recording and listening, you have tools, you have calling into the radio show, and so that's what makes that's what gives you that context to allow those things to come up. And just, mm-hmm. you know, one thing for, for all of us to keep in awareness, that's part of why something like you talked about bringing the love letter exercise to the, um, your women's retreat, why that can be tricky, right? And mm-hmm. we generally ask folks not, not to do things like that only because we don't have any idea what it might spark in someone. Mm-hmm you know, what, what might be there for them, and they may not have that same context that mm-hmm. you and I and the Sangha have for holding what might arise mm-hmm. from an exercise mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Because that's it, because I, I, yeah, it does, because I had mm-hmm. shared it um, with, with just a few, a few people, and so, like, the quote leader asked me, and I said yes because I did. I my gut reaction was no, so I've been also yeah. committed to going against what. But I could see that it's um, because that was the second time in two years I tried to share something, and it. So yeah, no, I, I understand. Well, and <laughs> and you know another piece of that that you just said that's really important too is you know the first. It sounds like at least one of the first things you are aware of is. Mm, no, you know, mm. and we never know. Is that no mm. ego saying, no, that's mm. too scary, 
Or mm -hmm. is that, you know, intelligence saying, well, I'm not so sure about that, mm -hmm. which is another, another thing we have available to us in this practice, which is just seeking guidance, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to this retreat, you know, would it be appropriate to, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that way you can have a, a sense of it. You can get mm -hmm. some assistance with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Anyway, deep gusho. I'm really happy I got to connect tonight because I was really needing it, so. Thanks for calling in, Miriam. Thank Take you. Gasho. Gasho. Thanks, Miriam. I uh, love that whole conversation, Jen. <laughs> Just uh, it seems like you know, in this you know this time of the year, we're always around family and friends and yep. going yep. on those things, and you know to be willing to you know essentially you know use all the practice tools available to, to go into yeah. each of those things. It's just uh, really uh, amazing. It is. And then, you know, I mean, like folks have talked about, things are going to come up. I mean, it's just kind of the nature of it. So instead of, you know, sort of a decision to be perfect and, okay, here I go. I'm going to make sure that I'm away, that I'm just, yeah, no, things are going to come up. It's going to be a great workshop. I'm going to bring all my tools to it. I've got the mentor. I've got recording and listening, and I'm probably going to see a heck of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and Jen, we're going to break for good news update right now, and then we'll come back and talk to more callers. Okay, perfect. So I'll take it from here, Bob. Good. And good afternoon, and welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Anne, who is here to speak with us about her experience of many, many New Year's retreats. <laughs> welcome, Anne. <laughs> good afternoon, Jen. You just switched roles there very seamlessly. <laughs> you know, willing to lead, willing to be led, right? Wasn't that one of our, one year was one of our, our practice tenets? You know, and it's yeah. so funny because, so last year, of course, we didn't get to have a New Year's retreat, which was huge withdrawal for many of us. Oh, wow. um, and then this year we came perilously close to it, but, but now we're offering it online, so we thought it would be really fun to talk with someone who has had a lot of experience with transitioning from one year to the next in the presence of Sangha to talk about that. Oh. So thanks for being with us to do that. Oh, yeah, sure. I was just so thrilled when um, whoever had this idea drop in. I'm just so grateful because what a great idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, tell yeah. us what your experience is of um, being on retreat with folks saying goodbye to one year and bringing in the next. Oh my heavens! I can't even. I can't think of a better way to. Um, I can't think of a better New Year's Eve celebration. I kind of feel sorry for people who don't know about it. Um, it's just. It's just such a wonderful way to um, kind of end the year. Look over the year. Um, we. I don't want to give anything away, but we do one exercise that I've always found very powerful, and. Um, then, then bringing bringing in the new year. Well, I guess I would say ending the new year, ending the old year with awareness, and welcoming the new year with awareness is is just a wonderful exercise. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. So often um, we talk about wanting to end one year one year in the way that we want to live the next, and so bringing yeah. that awareness to the end of this year 
and bringing that being that the that's a welcome into the coming year. Yes, and I I love the practice of um, we actually meditate into the new year, so we are actually in meditation when the new year hits, and um, I just think of it as such a lovely way to greet the new year in um, in silence and awareness, and um, it, it just feels like a wonderful practice to me as a way to. Um, set our intention for embracing each moment in the new year with awareness. Yeah. You know, it's funny, and just as you say that, I hadn't really ever thought of it, but that, that tradition that we do of sitting through the, the new year really um, embodies all of our core quotes, doesn't it? The quality of our life is determined by the folks of our attention. What we practice is what we have, mm-hmm. and that's it right there. It's choosing to both end the one year and begin the next, literally in that stillness, in that silence, in that awareness. Yeah, and as I was, I was listening to the callers and to the radio show this evening, I just found myself in such a place of gratitude because there is this openness and willingness to look without judgment, you know, with, with a sense of not knowing, with a sense of exploration, with a sense of... Um, you know, the courage to let go of beliefs and just see, well, what is here? And that feels like those are all the qualities that are cultivated. Well, they're all the qualities that are cultivated in this practice and I guess that are underlined um, in in the New Year retreat as a reminder, because that's what practice is, right, remembering, as a reminder of what the attitude of mind that we want um, to embrace the New Year in. And it's just such such a gift to be able to do that with with Sangha. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Because, again, you know, very, especially with the last couple of years, with the year-long retreat, more and more, I think all of us are bringing practice tools into our daily lives, you know, going around in our daily lives, really using the practice tools. So we certainly are each doing it on our own. But there is something about coming together and all those things, you know, what you laid out, looking at the beliefs and assumptions, you know, what are those, as people have talked about tonight, you know, what's back there driving me that I want to let go, that I don't want to be in charge, and, and really coming together and looking at those things as we shed one year and go into the next is really powerful. Yes, and one of the things, you know, it, you know as a pandemic will, it, it make, reveals what, what a gift it is that I, you know, I mean, I knew that on some level, but then not being able to do it really drives home what an absolute gift it is to be able to practice together and the fact that we can take advantage of technology and still do that in some form, it, it just feels like, um, wow, what, what a blessing and what a gift. Yeah, and, you know, one of the things that I think is so fun about what the technology piece of it is allowing us to do is have the yoga, which is such a big part of the New Year's retreat. You know, having those mm-hmm. yoga sessions. Well, and what I, I, I just got the uh, schedule, and what I thought was fun is um, we have a schedule for people, well, an East Coast schedule and a West Coast schedule. So I was just thinking of people in other countries. They can pick whichever time zone works best for them. But that we have the opportunity, if we want, we can do double sessions of yoga. How fun is that? We can do them for both time sessions. <laughs> What a good point. I hadn't thought of doing that. <laughs> Give her that tip. I want to do that. That would be so fun. And and I guess, I suppose, well, the other thing is that we can sit in the new year with every 
every time zone yeah. if we want. <laughs> yeah, that that really is fun, isn't it? So there's a sashim, um, which is a the word we use for when we basically sit in meditation, walk meditation, sitting meditation, walking meditation, sitting meditation, walking meditation for extended period of, periods of time. And for each time zone, there's a um, sashim sitting, I think it's from 9 p.m. to through midnight for each time zone. Mm-hmm. But that's such a good point because, of course, if we're, we're sitting here at 9 p.m., then the folks on the East Coast, we're sitting into the new year with them. And then at 10, we're with, you know, central time and so on. <laughs> that's really fun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. It, this will be a, a, a. Isn't that fun? It's a. It's a new way to. A, a yet another new way to practice, uh, bringing the old way into a new way. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm so grateful that um, th- this is being offered. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, you know, it's funny when you were saying there's sort of that. Um, you know, okay, okay. We can't have a New Year's retreat, right? We can practice with that. You know, there's some disappointment there. That's all right. But then when it goes up on the schedule and realize, okay, there is going to be an element of being together, boy, there's mm-hmm. that feeling of, yay, <laughs> just that, you know, and realizing how much, at least for me, that's been the experience, how much I've missed it. And so it's really, really lovely that on some level we're going to all get to be together as we bring in the new year. Yeah, and I just thought one of, uh, that as you, as you were starting this segment, I just I, all of a sudden I had a flash of the different locations that we've been in for the New Year's retreat, which have all been. And I just this as this just this just happens to be a new location for the same New Year's tradition of bringing in the New Year together, new retreat. You know uh, what? Yeah, that is so true, and because one of the things that I was looking at with it is that, you know, anytime we're on retreat. There's a lot of time on our own, right? And, you know, not, I mean, we don't talk to people. We're not chatting between yoga and meals and that kind of thing. We're not interacting with people. And so I I sort of got to the same place you did is, okay, well, my hermitage is is the venue of where it's happening. And then I go to meditation and then I go to yoga and I go to group just like I would if I was on retreat anywhere. Isn't that cool? Oh my gosh, it makes me it makes me even more excited for it. I can't wait. I really <laughs> everybody wouldn't it be cool if everybody who had been on the year long oh, retreat signed up for the New Year's retreat. And you know, I think I, correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, but I think I read someplace that um, if there's something going on in your life where you can't attend every thing, am I being um, sacrilegious saying this? Is, is that possible, or, or you're committing to the whole thing? You know, and I don't know. That that would be, I think if someone was in that situation, they could probably yeah. email the guest master information. But I think it would be so fun if everybody in the, in the class and people who maybe even weren't in the class but wish they had been, you know, here's an opportunity to be in a, a yeah. version of that class together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, again, you know, with the in-person retreat, that's one major limitation we have. We have to cap it. We have to cut it off because we don't have enough physical space for everyone, but we don't have to cap it. So everyone's welcome. Isn't that great? Yay! So I hope hope we really take advantage of that and we have a a huge, huge, huge um, sangha presence for this. That would be great. too. Well, thanks, Anne, for being with us this afternoon to talk about your experience. Thank you, Jen. Really appreciate it. And like, I look forward to practicing with you and everyone uh, as we bring in the new year. 
Me too. Amen. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Anne. Oh. Go happy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Anne and Jenna. I was something you guys are both pointing out at the end there, something I was looking at. It's like, yes, it's it's a virtual New Year's retreat, which is very different for us. And, you know, because wherever we are, there's limitation to how many people can actually participate. This is probably going to be, definitely be our largest New Year's retreat ever. And so yeah, I love everyone, it. Everyone who can yeah. participate, is, uh, it's open to them. And, you know, that's so true, Bob. I mean, you really, that's really the obvious, but I hadn't really thought about it either. How many people, I'll bet you, who will do the New Year's retreat this year who have never been able to before mm-hmm. and may have really wanted to, but, you know, couldn't, it was too far to come or, you know, some people have health issues or, you know, family stuff or whatever it is. Um, but that's so true. That is fantastic that really anyone who's been wanting to come can join us this year. Yep. 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 Right. We have about 24 hours left to sign up, so jump on in if you've been... Oh, joined. right. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about if we bring on another caller here, Jen? Sounds good. Next caller, you're now live on mm-hmm. the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Catherine from St. Louis. Hey, Catherine. Hi, Jen. Um, well, I am looking at uh, self-love and uh, how I get there. And um, uh-huh. what kind of prompted this most recently is the Shameless poem mm-hmm. that was sent out. Um, there's a line, yeah. I, I am head over heels in love with myself. And um, what, uh, so, I mean, immediately there was all this confusion, and, and which is real normal, you know, common. Always <laughs> happens. For that uh, to be a process that happens, that confusion yes, process. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you, um, yeah. Like, how is that practice? There's not a self. There's not an I. How can we, you know, and all that. So, um Today, I, uh, just a couple of hours ago, actually, I had an ROB call, and I was talking mm. about, um, I didn't know and realize it until I started talking on the call, that I, how, that I felt really disconnected from practice and from life and mm. um, separate, like kind of mm. just on the fringes, I'm going through the motions, and mm-hmm. uh, and I talked about the whole self-love thing that I was confused. And I hung up at, at the end of the call. We hung up. And it almost immediately it dropped in. How would you treat yourself if you loved you? Mm. <laughs> and, uh, well. and I thought, oh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> oh, maybe that's how I get to self-love. Is wow. um, you know the such uh, anyway. It was just a good facilitation question of you know if, if uh, what would you say to someone you loved? Yeah, if exactly. They were going through what you're going I mean, through, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And isn't that brilliant that life facilitated you perfectly, right? Yeah. So the first, so we first of all we can guess. Oh, and I did want to say that shameless poem that you're referring to is 
on the I think still the most recent um, New Beginnings blog that Sherry's been sending out from the Squim property in Washington, and that was a link on that. Um, so, yes. yes, brilliant. And that obviously something sparked for you, right, because you started looking at it. And then the first thing you're aware of is that really familiar condition process of confusion, right? Well, I mean, but if there's no, I mean, how do I? In a, and then you talked about it on your reflective listening buddies call, and then it just drops in, right? It just drops in. Well, hang on. <laughs> how would you treat you if you loved you? And that it sounds like that took you to the experience of it and out of the kind of idea of it. Yes, and it... Um it also showed me where the disconnect, the, the disconnection I've uh-huh. been feeling. I, had, mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to feel loved, and I didn't. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yep. and I tried to get there. <laughs> you know, I wrote, okay, well, just come yep. to center. Love is at center, you know, and okay, mm. I still don't feel loved, but I get it. You know, I'm going to get what love is. Um, uh-huh. And the whole the whole idea that um, well this is kind of if this is too wide of the mark just let me know but it, it's also um, goodness how can I be goodness how can that be who I mm. you know it's like I don't get mm-hmm. there's a disconnect there I don't mm-hmm. it's sort of mm-hmm. I sort of see that I can get that but not really you know it's not an experience so. With a, so I just had to come back to, if you loved you, how would you treat yourself? And start there. Like start with just a real concrete, yeah, so how, how, do, I treat, how do I treat those I love? How do I, my cat? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and so how... And start, and then yeah, then I got to the love. Then I could, I could, um, yeah. and it and it had, as the poem indicates, and like as as we talked about often in practice, it it doesn't have anything to do with the personality and things I yeah, exactly exactly right it doesn't have anything to do with the ego, Catherine. Kind of you know that kind of That's persona right. thing. I don't know saying it right, but anyway, yeah. So, and so with that, so even the sort of that koan of, well, huh, how does that, how does this all fit together? That little bits start to drop in around that too, right? Because then you realize, oh, well, it's not about the personality, right? It's not about the, the ego that masquerades as Catherine. That's not the self-love we're talking about, right? And right. And with that, you know, with that realization of, well, how, how do you treat your cat? You know, how do you treat other people that you love? Then it's just there, right? It's mm-hmm. not an idea of something. You don't have to think about, well, okay, I guess I love my cat, so how am I going to treat my cat? It's just there. It's just yeah. what the love is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, and now I'm, I am wanting to do something with that. So I don't uh-huh. know if that's ego or not. But what I'm wanting to do is to just keep asking that question. Like, mm. to stay with that question. How, how would you treat you 
if you loved you. And and so every day. So how um, in the morning when when ego is right there and beating me up and telling me what a terrible day I'm going to have. Um, if I loved me, <laughs> you know what? How would I? What would I do? How would I treat? You know, okay. I I guess. Yeah. I'm wanting to kind of hold on to that question as a as a practice. Yeah, well, it's one of those places where you know I project when we when we have a really big shift like that, like you're describing, and a big insight. You know, it's we put stickies on our you know planners and banners on the wall and you know paint it on yeah. whatever <laughs> because because it's big and and the first thing I think Anne was talking about this you know the biggest thing in practice is remembering so. What ego is going to try to do is to slowly cover that realization back over, which it can't do, mm-hmm. you know, because you're changed forever in seeing that. But, you know, it will try to fade it to the background. And so what you're talking about is, well, let me keep this at the front of awareness because it's really being an effective tool for you right now in terms right. of redirecting the attention. I mean, what a crystal clear example of it. You wake up in the morning. The voices are at you, laying out the day. Here's how the day is going to go. And then, P.S., it's grim and it's terrible and it's going to be mm-hmm. awful. And then when you look at that and realize, okay, if that were happening to someone I love, how would I be with her? Completely mm-hmm. shifts it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, anyway, I'm just feeling very blessed that life decided to show me what to do. <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and that just, that, that's funny, Catherine, because that dropped in one last piece of it, which is that, you know, it would be fun for you to listen back to this because the level of just staying with it, just staying with it, just staying with it through every piece of it, you know, the confusion that it throws at you, the whatever it throws at you. Well, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, okay, I know I want love, but I can't feel the love. Just staying with it, staying with it. And eventually, you know, life breaks through those clouds. And there it mm-hmm. is. There it is. That mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. clarity. Yeah, and it's just, and uh, I don't know that I was, there was any particular, um, space that I was in for that to drop mm-hmm. it except I mean just sort of generally in the space of what what's going on with this what yeah looking at it yeah exactly partly at least partly identified and and life cut through life life is exactly <laughs> so yeah well that brings me to the one that we talk about of um you know giving it everything you've got knowing that the very effort is keeping you from it. Hmm. Right? So you're looking, Hmm. and you're aware that there's all kinds of condition processes that are happening in that quote looking. There's confusion. There's looking to conditioned mind for answers. There's all that. But that's okay. (laughs) You know, that's Hmm. all part of it. Hmm. And that, you know, you don't get thrown off the track by that. Right? Hmm. You just keep looking. And then, you know, those things can't, you know, nothing holds up under scrutiny, right? So eventually, as you say, that clarity of life is going to break through. Mm-hmm. You're just feeling so grateful. 
So thank yeah. you, Jim. Oh, thank you, Catherine. Thanks for calling in. Mm-hmm. Good night. Good night. Thanks, Catherine. And Jen, I'm going to bring on another caller here. Okay. Next caller, you're now live on the air. Will you please introduce yourself? Hey, this is Chris. Hi, Bob and Jen. Hey, hey Chris. Hey, so nice to uh, sleep, but uh, haven't been, haven't called in for a long time. Yes, lovely to hear your voice. I feel with you. Um, so great to hear what's going on with everyone, and just just to feel like ditto on everything, you know, just. All those people who have through, especially with the um, noticing that 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 um, tendency to to want to like cut off or just eliminate yeah. difficult people or situations and feeling sort of proud about it or some kind of weird you know, just, just have an ego take over. Uh, even uh-huh. uh, also part about how it happen immediately. Now. Or it does sometimes does, but that you know you, you can just work on you over overnight, or just whenever that story gets gets told, you know it's just there it is trying to, trying to damage you. Know. Yeah. So Chris, you're breaking up for me just a little bit. So let me see if I'm if I'm tracking so far that you're really relating to a, a lot of what's been talked about tonight, especially kind of that pushing it down, pushing it away situations, people, things that are bringing up things you don't really want to look at, really pushing it down. And even that piece you said, I think you were talking about, you know, how it starts to work on you overnight. And it just starts mm-hmm. building the case, building the case, building the case. And speaking of overnight, for the last few years I've been working uh, night shifts. I start working four days a week. And it I'm going to go to days pretty soon, and I've been resistant because it, it sort of seems harder or whatever, for whatever reasons. And But just noticing how important I really want to take care of myself, you know, as much as possible. You know, love this person. Love, you know, love myself and love uh, like, like I do with my dog. You know, it just comes naturally. And yeah. And not yeah. fight those things. It would, would feel yeah. Natural, and and I do. Hey, so I'm on a wireless connection, and it has, you know it might not be the best. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's. I'm getting about two thirds of it. I think. Um, so I don't know if there's any. Um, it doesn't really sound like a headset issue, so there's probably nothing you can do there. But, you know, do one of those pirouettes, maybe stand on your left foot and put your right hand in there, <laughs> one of those things. Um, but let me see if I got that last part, where it sounds like you've been working at night and you're soon going to be moving to the day shift, which I think you were saying that's going to give you the opportunity to take better care of Chris basically, of the human being, of those, you know, I mean, all kinds of things I would imagine that a shift like that could facilitate. And you're watching some resistance to that, but you're realizing that, you know, just in the same way you want to take really good care of your dog, you know, that just comes naturally. You don't have to think about it. That's what you realize you want to do with Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so 
just want to have you fucking add a few things. I'm so looking forward to the retreat. I'm just thrilled on doing only because the, the price always, the money thing sometimes gets in the way and just feeling uh-huh. like, oh, I, you know, just just feeling so excited about that we get to do it even during this uh-huh. pandemic and just get to be together. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is so good. And you're really underlining the point we were just talking about. <laughs> Thank you for that. That there are going to be so many folks with us you know, in those days, who maybe, if we did have an in-person retreat, maybe they wouldn't have been there. And so, you know, it's one of those places of, wow, all right, well, perfect. It all unfolds perfectly, truly. And as you say, so looking forward to getting to all be together in that way. For sure. In the yoga, I'm so excited to to do some yoga together. And one other thing, if you can still hear me, it's just... uh, I can. It's been been thrilled about uh, Sherry's adventures and, and her falling in love with Squim, Washington. It just so happens that's a town that, that my grandparents had retired to in the 70s. And so, oh my and so I, I, I haven't been there in 40 years, but I think, who knows, maybe I'll end up retiring there or in, in any event. So, I love it. There, you know, you're just enjoying that. That's it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Isn't that that place, Chris, of just, you know, just feeling so perfectly, beautifully led? (laughs) Here's Squim, Washington, which I'm going to project your parents, your grandparents having been there, you know, for a lot of us that, you know, something like that from childhood can have a really special place in our heart. And then it it pops up in the middle of practice that that's where, you know, practice lands. What are the chances? And so who knows what, what all that has in store, but just a Sounds like a lovely synchronicity that you're experiencing. Yes, just so so cool. All the the, the bird loving and just everything. Just just uh, love all the all the sharing that you do, even if it's not. I missed that last part. Oh, even, even if it's the, not. Even if it's not in person, you know, it's still it's still right there, yeah. heart to heart. Exactly. Yeah. But it was hard to miss the cue, Chris, that I think maybe Squim, that life has given you the signal to Squim, come on. <laughs> come on in to Squim. <laughs> come see us there. Yeah. Yeah. Because at yeah. some point, you know, it's a sad story of, oh, no more Murphys, and I'm a Californian, and it was easy, and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, just just going with the flow as, as we were taught, you know, and, and just. Oh, you know, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that has so been my experience with the workshop, Chris, is, you know, anytime the voices want to get in there with their version of, you know, whatever, to just realize, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Life is always leading us so much more beautifully and exquisitely than the voices ever, ever would. So I am not going to go with any conversation. I'm going to just relax into letting this unfold exactly as it wants to unfold. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Amen. Oh, so mm. good to talk to you. Yeah, thank you so much for putting yourself in the queue tonight, Chris. Lovely to hear from you. Okay, take good care. You too. Good night. Will do. Bye-bye. Thanks, Chris. And Jen, we have time for at least one 
probably a shortish call. Short call. Okay, great. If we can get to bring another person on here. Next caller, you're now live on the air. Will you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, Jen. Hi, Bob. It's Todd calling from British Columbia. Hey, Todd. Hey. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, short call. Well, um, it's so interesting to see karma cycle back through as we talk a lot about in practice and the most recent yeah. that has cycled through quite a bit for me is um, uh, pain is inevitable but suffering is optional. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'm working with right now. Um, uh-huh. So on the, yeah, on the weekends I have um, a broken molar which has survived pretty well for quite a long, long time, but now the, the nerve is exposed, and it's extremely painful. Oh. And wow. Christmas, yeah, I can't get into a dentist until uh, maybe tomorrow. They've, they've been closed since Saturday. It hasn't been full-on emergency. You know, I've been able to manage it with um, different strategies. <laughs> uh, I like dropping oh. little, um, little, some tricks to... Uh, less than the pain, but but um, what I got to see through it all. Uh, hopefully tomorrow uh-huh. um, it'll it'll get extracted because the the it's it's really only a third left, just below the gum line, just the roots I think, and the nerves. But what I saw was was egos ramping up of just just uh, trying to steal every mode of gratitude that I'm just because uh, I'm in a place of wow. Um, there's actually I have dentists that I can go see, for starters. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. You know, yeah. And I have the financial yeah. ability to pay for those dentists that I can see. Yeah. And, um, yeah. uh, and I have a transportation system that can get me there, even though I don't have a vehicle. And I was just, all this, you know, things were coming up, but then, you know, you know it, just ego doing its thing of, well, it's going to cost a lot of money, and it's your fault that uh. you broke, and, you know. You name it, it's come up with um, its uh, traditional song and dance. But it's been it's been a yeah. great workshop because um, I don't think anything, uh, in my experience, can bring you to more presence than a than a toothache. It takes you right Ooh. here. Yeah, yeah. You know, pain is the top of the list, right? Of things uh-huh. that bring us right here, and tooth pain is the top of the pain list. Oh. So I think you might oh. be right, Todd. I think it's the pinnacle of the pinnacle. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. And, you know, just that place that you describe, you know, kind of using the theme of what so many other folks have pointed out again tonight, is, you know, really, that's the conversation that we're going to have mm-hmm. with this person mm-hmm. who's going through this really painful thing. We're going to start talking to them about money. You'd never, yeah. ever do that with anyone, even if no. you were paying for it for them. Right? <laughs> You'd say, don't worry yeah. about it. We right. don't give, you yeah. know, we pay twice that to take care of this for you. Kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so interesting. It just yeah, it's 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 played that card so many times it's almost it's uh, got to a place where it's gotten ridiculous. It's like, are you kidding me? That again? Yeah. You know, all yeah. just that one trick pony show often says it really truly is a one trick pony. It's so it's not creative, it's not uh, you know, invention. it just does the same dumb things over and over and if we're paying attention, I can just go, no, I, I just hope I get my point tomorrow. The buses are running. Yeah. It's pretty cold here, but so far we haven't, uh, we've had to, a lot of snow, but not in the last couple of days. But, you know, I can, 
I've, I've got the route, I've got the, the place I picked out, um, I've, I've signed up uh, online. So they said, you uh, know, when they open the office at 8 a.m. Wednesday morning, they'll be contacting you to facilitate a, an appointment because it is on the emergency list. So I'm just really excited to get this taken care of and taking care of this um, poor person who's uh, in a lot of pain, but, but hopefully not uh, suffering as much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Todd. You know, because when you're that list of gratitudes, right? You know, I have the yeah. transportation to get there. Yeah. I have the money to pay that. There are dentists. You know, all those things. Right. And right. and perhaps the biggest one that's life changing for all of us that so many people don't have is you have the ability to be with him oh, through that. Oh wow, I hadn't seen right? it. Right, like you can that. pay. Thanks. You can not only pay for him to go to the dentist, right? But you can be with him through all of it. Oh, that's so, that is, yeah, that's what it's been like for these last four days is just, you know, a lot of recordings, a lot of um, pampering, <laughs> a lot of, um, mm, yeah. you know, um, yeah. holding the mouth a certain yeah. way so it protects the, yeah. the little uh, yeah. you know, expo- exposed nerves. Um, but, but life is pretty, pretty informative and inventive to, to do its best to, to last the pain yeah. without any drugs or any other topical uh, yeah. ointments come out in the country so I haven't even got a chance to get to a drugstore to even get some like Ambisol or any topical solution so uh-huh. but life is pretty intensive it's like and, and salt uh, online they've got some great little do-it-yourself like salt water rinses and stuff so um, the management has it's been pretty good but I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, and that's it, isn't it, Todd? You know, because often people will go to that place and, well, so that means I should just leave the tooth the way it is, because if I was a good practitioner, then I could be happy with the tooth. Uh-huh. Like, no, that's doesn't. not what it is, <laughs> right? This yeah. this workshop is unfolding the way it is. There's a holiday, there's snow, it's freezing yeah. cold, right? So, okay, yeah. that's good. So I got four solid days to practice with yep. it, and now yeah. we're going to go have it taken care of. That's All good, right. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you, Jen. Thank you, Bob. Oh, Appreciate thank you, Todd. Take care. Time. Okay, we'll be. You see, see New Year's retreat signed up. Looking forward to it. New Year's retreat. Excellent. Excellent. Hopefully, you'll be a new man by then. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Todd. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Todd. And I just <laughs> learning the difference between pain and suffering through through practice mm. it was, it was just transformational. <laughs> At least it was for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just really yeah. getting clear where where the suffering actually comes from. It's not from the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It isn't from the pain. It isn't. And and we really that gets proven to us through experiences mm-hmm. like Todd and and other folks actually have talked yeah. about tonight. Yeah. 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 Well, Jen, that brings us to the end of this week's open air, the last one of the year. And uh, I was just thinking the end of the show today, the end also of the year of open air shows. Yeah, yeah. The last one of the year. Wow. Between, between the year-long retreat and then the email class and then uh, now the New Year's retreat in two days, um, feels uh, like we're just all just living there at the monastery just doing, doing practice together. Well, that is good, Bob, because there is a lot of space here for all of you. I will tell you that. <laughs> it's very quiet here. And we are absolutely thrilled to have you all here practicing with us. So that is a win-win. All righty. Well, hopefully we'll see everyone in two days. Thanks, Bob. If not, we'll see them back on open yeah. next week. Go happy. Excellent. Go happy. Bye-bye.